Do we do we actually have any topics for today? <laughs> oh yes, we do. We have follow up by by Elon Musk himself. Oh yeah, sure, sure we do. <laughs> so I heard you have some follow up as for Tesla. Yes. Um. So a friend of the show, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So um. We have follow-up from Elon Musk himself. Uh, I don't think he's a friend of the show. I mean, in the sense that he's listening to us, but I call him friend of the show anyway. Yeah. So um, he just uh, responded to our show in a way that because he they announced the official pricing of Model X and actually they pre-announced the Model 3, which is supposed to be the, the cheap version or the everyman's um, electric car. Yeah. So first of all, the Model X, which we discussed in episode 11, Model X uh, is the car of my dreams. Uh, it's a per perfect uh, family car, but how they launched it is uh, more like a sports car because uh, it starts with 130,000 base price, which is, wow, expensive. $130,000. Yes. So wow. it's, it costs like the same as a Porsche 911, you know, or, you know, BMW M5 or something. I mean, or I think even more than that. So. Probably. So it's really expensive, but of course you get a car that really goes f below four seconds from zero to 60, which is really mind-blowing for a family car. What I don't like about the car, I'm not convinced about the Falcon, wi uh, uh, the Falcon uh, wing. doors, yeah. the Falcon wing, uh, wings doors. Yeah, mm. that's what you call them. Yeah, so I, I'm not convinced about these, especially uh, if I put them in the garage, if I can really actually open them. They say I could, but I, you know, my garage is pretty tiny. Mm -hmm. um, my my Jeep hardly fits in there. So um, I don't know about that. And second thing, I don't like the small wheels. Uh -huh. I know that for place constraints, they had to put, I think, small wheels for that. But I just don't like because it's a small wheels with big chassis. So um, these are my two concerns. But, you know, the biggest is the price. It's really expensive. And then Elon announces Model 3 for 30000 So like fourth of the price, one-fourth of the price, which is um, interesting and, um, hmm. Yeah, do you have a, a, um, a source for the $130,000 um, mark? Because I, I, I can't find it. I'm looking at the, at the Tesla site and I can't find it anywhere. And also I see a tweet from Elon, from for another show, uh, from yesterday, and he says like, with same options, Model X is 5K more than an S due to greater size and body complexity. And Model S starts at 75,000 base model. Hmm. No, the, the, the source was uh, the Entrepreneur magazine, and they said the source was in, internal configurator because the configurator was given to people who already have pre-orders. Hmm. So they could configure the car. Maybe 130 is a maxed out version and not yeah. the base model. Yeah, that would because make more sense. Says, as you, as you say, if it's 75 and, it, and then the 80 is the X, this is what I was actually expecting. So I was expecting yeah. to pay more for Model X than for Model S. I wasn't counting on a discount. I, I, I knew that, I w that this would be more expensive, yeah. but I, you know, 75 and 130, it's a big gap. That's yeah. why I was surprised about the 130,000, you know, price point because there, there is a threshold that, that, that because of the novelty of the gadgetry of the car and whatnot, and my love for Elon Musk and whatnot, I would love to buy this car, but $130,000, it's too much for a car. Yeah, I'm looking at the, at the Tesla site and, and the configurator for Model S. And when I select the, the greatest model and all the upgrades, it's $140,000 in, uh, $140, sadly, not $140 uh, cash. You know, I, I, I don't know how differently, you know, you could reconcile the, the Elon's tweet with the 130 thousand base model i mean that that would be pretty crazy yeah mm -hmm. so maybe we were wrong maybe we we're wrong maybe it's not that expensive but mm, it could be also that they don't offer uh, the, the model um x the same base model as far as you know the mod the base model of model x yeah might be already beefed up you know that they might not offer for example i don't know a certain capacity of battery and st and stuff sure sure but, but but it would still be very very weird because it's like um when it's 5k more than an s then uh, the base model of a model x would would have to be like pretty close with configuration to, to the max out model s which right. you know is not a particularly cheap car either right 
And as for Model 3, um, Elon, uh, friend of the show, says that uh, starts at 35k, which sounds pretty okay compared to like Model S. Uh, what I'm interested in is what's really going to be the price for most people, because this, the 75,000 um, price mark of the base Model S is something that most people say that maybe it's the base model, but most people wouldn't want the base model. They would have a, a few upgrades and it would be more than that. And also, um, Elon and Tesla have a, um, you know, tend to report prices with like, uh, you know, after like incentives and their estimated gas savings, uh, which, um, you know, they, they say that they report their prices because for most people, like this really is uh, the difference, but, um, you know, it's hard to say, like if it, it's, it's hard to compare because it's not clear the 35K is like cash price or their estimated, you know, price after incentives and gas savings. Yeah, um, this is where, where I would love to have um, a more disrupted uh, system with cars because uh, I hate this. I mean, up until now, I haven't bought a new car yet. Uh, yeah. I always bought, um, you know, the youngest I bought was a three-year-old and uh, and, I, and it was a good deal because in three years they lose like half the value. So yeah. it's always a good deal to buy three-year-old cars with 60,000 kilometers is pretty new. Yeah. And uh, the thing is that when I, when I pretended I tried to buy a new car, the, the difference between base model and the model that you really want is just <laughs> ridiculous. And at some uh, brands, like for example, if you go to BMW, I think they actually ask you to do a PhD of the of their configurator before you can actually apply, you know? There is like, the, the, there are the what? No, no, no. It's it's almost I'm I'm laughing that it's like a PhD because the configurator <laughs> of BMW is like there are so many options. And then so many dependencies on dependencies and dependencies that really to <sighs> configure your BMW you have to spend just lots of time to to, to get this done. I so see. I, I don't, you know, maybe it's the, the trick that, that, that you get so involved in configuration of BMW that at some point you will buy. So maybe that's the idea. But I hated it because I forgot, I wanted to have a, an SUV, an X5. And when I started configuring it, I was, I was tired. I was just I was like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Where my um, 2008 Grand Cherokee, uh, there was a version Laredo, which just means you have a car. <laughs> and there is version Limited, which has all the options. And uh, and then there's version Overland, which had all the options plus a few a few more, and that's it. So I bought the limited version, and I bought a used car, um, previously owned car, mm, um, right? There's like a pre-owned uh, car, yeah. And it's, yeah, and it's 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 amazing. It has everything. It was really it like you know it has like so many options. It has everything. So I didn't have to when I was looking for for the car. I I, I knew that if I buy this version of my of the Jeep Grand Cherokee, I'm going to get beefed up version. And uh -huh. that's fine. And and if I would want to buy, like, for example, a BMW X5 of the same year, every car would be different mm -hmm, and would mm -hmm. be totally different. It's it's really hard to find the car that you want because there are so many options. So in this case, I know people like the customized and stuff, but do, do we really? I mean, do we really need to customize so much and then invest and in, in, in so much time in this and just, you know, do, do PhDs and stuff? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, it, for me, it was tiring. I didn't like the, the, this, this buying experience of, of buying a new BMW X5. That's why I, eventually I never, never, even, never even considered doing this. Yeah. Uh, but when I started, I was already tired. And, and you know, and for me, I don't know. Uh, I know it's you know marketing wise because you you want the the dollars from here the dollars from there but I don't know it's it's I think I think it's it's a, it creates a barrier of entry for people I I, I think or maybe do you think maybe no do you think that it's it's merely a matter of like UI like this was just a very badly made configurator or is it just that there was way too much of it and and you you hit a, the the paradox of of choice and just just couldn't. Um, couldn't make it around you know, minds. We live in a very um, Apple-centric world. I, I, I live and you as well. Yeah. And for example, what I like about Apple is that like when you configure your even your computer, which computer has can be configured in so many ways, yeah. they choose the best configurations for you. You can upgrade your RAM, uh, maybe choose a, a, even a different processor, or maybe, maybe at some point a, a, a graphics card, but not really. Uh, so you really don't have lots of choice. You, you buy the, either the base model, which has this, then the other model, which has just more, 
and or, or you upgrade the base model with RAM. And that's it. So there are very few options. Yeah, and, and, because, because and obviously with iOS devices, there's even less options. Like you, you don't have the, the, the build to order options that you have with Macs, where they actually configure a machine just for you and set it you know, uh, straight from the, the Chinese factory. As, as much as I hate Apple, for example, for my iPhone 6 Plus having only one gigabyte of RAM, yeah. they didn't give me the option of one gigabyte of RAM, maybe two, maybe three, maybe whatnot. No, they decided for me which would be the best experience for me. I'm not sure that it was the best <laughs> decision with one gigabyte of RAM, but anyway, I bought it like this. Yeah. Uh, I love it anyway. So, but they decided for me. And I think the companies are lazy of not deciding for you. You know, I understand there can be several versions. Sure. I mean, really, I really liked, like, for example, the newest Grand Cherokee, just to compare this brand, uh, because I'm interested still in it, already has more options. There is Laredo, there is Limited, there is uh, Overland, there is Summit. Like, they are already the increasing edition, edition. the... Exactly, edition, edition. I really liked, you know, my 2008 model where there was just, you know, I, I would just even say the two would be good. Laredo, nothing. Yeah. Limited, everything. Thank you very much. So, and, you know, and the difference, okay, would be like, I don't know, $5,000 or $10,000 a price difference. So either you buy the basic version and that's it, or you buy, or maybe basic version with, you know, one or two additions, which people would really ask for. Just like, as we said, with the Macs, that you can buy, buy the base model, but you can upgrade the RAM or something like this. So like, yeah. but really make the decisions for people, not tell them which, you know, if they want to, like in my wife's car, my wife has a BMW 3 and we bought it uh, also uh, pre-owned. And this car has uh, the, the navigation system, iDrive and, and, you know, very cool system and has all the buttons for the phone. Yeah. To have a phone, uh, you know, um, uh, to have a phone uh, wirelessly, you know, controlled with the with the uh, steering wheel. So very cool. Yes, but the guy who configured the car didn't configure that the phone chipset also has to be inside. So so we have all the That's buttons. Stupid. We, have, we have all the UI. We have everything. But now to add this, I will have to spend two thousand euro in BMW because they will have to replace several parts and put. Like, they allowed to configure something to, that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like if you buy the iDrive system, you have to get this and this and this and, this and that, that's it. It costs this much, thank you very much. And not you have to configure the iDrive system if, if you want all the components because you get the buttons, but you don't get, you know, they don't do anything. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, um, there are a few angles for this. Uh, like on one hand, it, it's pretty interesting. Like we see uh, more and more of this mass, uh, mass customization thing where like the manufacturing methods and etc kind of allow for mass producing something and still allowing for 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 more customization for for people so that's you know that's that's pretty interesting it's it's definitely an evolution from the uh, the the henry ford time times where you'd have only uh, the you know where you would uh, have your your choice in in cars color you could choose black or you could choose black because like that was the simplest way to do things but on the other hand it definitely seems like uh whereas it's very interesting technologically and it allows for for interesting you know it's it's interesting to to have something built just perfect for you like it's 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 cool but it seems like for the for the most part most of the time that's actually not what people want like people most people I would say vast majority of people like don't don't really care about all of the the nitty gritty details of how their car is configured or how their computer is configured because like it's it's not it's not their job like it, someone should make the decision about like okay so there's this model and that model and that model and you can choose a color right and that's exactly. it exactly. I understand colors. I mean, this. I mean, this is what people customize when they get the iPhones. They get yeah. all these uh, different uh, covers for the iPhones. They get, you know, and, and there are so many of them, and it's perfect. It's a perfect ecosystem because people want to have their original iPhone. But I don't think people would want to configure the internal things of the iPhone. They want the iPhone to no. work great. They no. want the iPhone to work great and look and look originally. So that's the yeah. thing. I mean, I would choose a BMW, okay. I can choose colors of the leather inside, the colors of the outside, no problem. But the basic car should be great. Yeah. And not, you, 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 you know, you, you ask me to know if I want this sensor or the other sensor or this thing or, you know, why? Why would you do that? 
you know, yeah. and you make it complicated for your factory. You make it complicated for, for everyone. And the decision fatigue that we discussed, decision fatigue is a, yeah. is, is a thing. It's not like it's, no. it's not an invented thing. It's, 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 it's real. real. It's real. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense when, like, you, you mentioned your iPhone 6 Plus. Um, it's true that it's kind of annoying that it only has one gig of RAM. But it's like, to me, it's not an argument for making it more configurable it's it's just no it's it, no. it's just an what i would consider an error that they've made that that they yep. shipped it with so little memory and that right. you know they we talked about it like a bazillion times that they mm -hmm. ship uh iphones with 16 gigs of, of ram which like it's not really ridiculous but but that's a problem not the fact that you can't configure it to be you know this processor or this much ram it you know, it it makes more sense that you can do it to some extent with with a Mac, and you can do most um, configuration with like MacBook Pro and iMac, which also make more sense because those are like the most powerful. Like those are tools that 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 people who will care the most will care about, right? Uh, it, it's it's targeted for a certain audience, but but for the most part, like you decide if you want. Um, a MacBook Air or a MacBook Pro if you want a laptop. Well, now we have the MacBook One, which complicates things a little bit, but it's it's like just transitional thing. And then, you know, you you, you pick, um, say you pick MacBook Pro. So you decide if you want the smaller model or bigger model. And it's not just the size, but you have the one is slower, the other is faster. And then that's pretty yeah. much it. And yeah, you can configure like amount of memory and etc. But But that's you know that, that that's not that important and there, there isn't like that much of it it's not like you can configure it to have like uh two usb ports or five usb ports or if you exactly. want a, a, exactly. a dvd drive inside or if you want a if you want a crappy display or the nice retina display like no it's just what it is and uh, there are certain parts that make sense to be configurable like amount of memory and ssd storage but that's pretty much it and as we discussed um, in the previous episode about driving in cars and moving, most of the people who buy cars are not professional drivers. Yeah. <laughs> they use the car to move and that's it. So it's a mass market product. And, you know, telling people to configure this and this and that, it's, 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 it's crazy. One thing I have also recently, which was recently um, uh, mentioned, is that actually I think it's BMW who totally gave up, is giving up finally in Europe on manual gears. <clears throat> mm. So the new BMWs will only be automatic, which I think is a great idea. It, just the other day I was, uh, uh, so here, shout out to our American um, audience and American uh, uh, listeners. I was uh, in, in, my, um, uh, in, in Poland, in my uh, hometown, and I was visiting my uncle. And my uncle has a Chrysler from 88, 1988. So it's a very old, old car now. Yeah. And this Chrysler, this car, this car from 1988 wasn't a luxury car. It was like a standard, you know, road car, you know, standard car. And this standard car has air conditioning, yeah. uh, automatic gears, a tempo mat, so the cruise control, automatic uh, windows, all these things that still are extras in the European cars. Yeah. <laughs> In, in 2015. Yeah, it's pretty surprising to me. And again, like, I know nothing about the cars. And maybe I, that's actually a good thing here because, it, it, like, I, I'm not, I'm not, like, inside of all of the status quo and, and dogma that everyone takes for granted. But it seems very bizarre to me that uh, manual gears is still kind of not just a thing, but it's, it's probably what most people, at, at least here in Poland, seems to, to drive. Like, I, I understand that... Where, like uh, as long as it's not an electric car where you don't need that crap at all, um, right? It does make sense to have manual transmission because it gives you a bit more control. But it's like it's like a thing for like the two percent of of people who like are total nerds and about cars and can do it or think that they can do it better than 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 automatic. But for most people, like most people shouldn't care about this and probably don't care about this it's just that i don't know what is it is is it is it really like a, a thing that, that that people find disturbing not to have manual transmission do people really like the control is it so much more expensive like i don't understand what is it but it seems bizarre to me no there was a 
the urban legends of the fact that you know automatic is more expensive, automatic you have less control, and all these um, things that I would call BS. Because I've been driving automatic for the last few years now, yeah. uh, and uh, and you have more you have control as well. It's just a different way. You 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 control more with acceleration uh-huh. than with anything else. Uh, and and with acceleration, you tell the car, okay, now we're speeding, now we're slow, getting slower, uh-huh. and all these things. So you can have more control when you drive an automatic. And most automatics, they can shift, so you can actually switch gears without clutch. Yeah. So so if, if you want that, I'm, I'm not using it at all, but if you want that, then it's fine. But the thing is, for some reason, you know, in Europe, it's expensive, it's different, you know. Um, I don't know, it's, uh, it's crazy, it's crazy. For me, for example, if I want to rent a car in Europe, uh, the automatic car is always the most expensive to rent, uh, which is crazy again. Yeah. It's, I, don't, I don't understand. And, and, and really, I was surprised. I was, I was in a 1988 car, a regular <laughs> car from, the, from America, and yeah. it had all these extras that you have to still purchase yeah. additionally in cars of today. So, like, what? is this it seems like a status quo thing like yeah uh, yep. pretty much all of the cars are made by a bunch of conglomerates that have been there for for such a long time and there there isn't too much like uh danger to him like disruption from new players because it's very difficult to become a player in the car industry so uh yeah there is there just isn't a pressure for them to to uh, to Kind of create new standards like set set the bar higher like we want you know we want ship a, a worse car than, than than this and it's it's just the way for them to extract more money because because people let them and there there isn't like the 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 compa- the, the healthy competitive dynamic to to prohibit them from from pursuing such strategy and that's that's why i'm, I'm pretty I'm, I'm a little bit not upset but angry at tesla in the sense that they don't want to change that for example with the configuration mm. and stuff yeah they don't want to just tell us okay this is the model this model s i don't know model s1 model s2 model s3 model s1 has these features model s2 that has these and model s3 has these they cost the difference between the price for example is ten thousand dollars between each of them yeah. these ha- they have all these extras and and that's it so they don't have any. We don't have to. You can. You cannot configure the car. You can change the color, and 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 that's it. So in this way, why wouldn't they would simplify the the, the the for them the manufacturing, which we discussed that they don't have it differently. They have it the same way as as uh, every other car manufacturer. Yeah. This would simplify the manufacturing, and would make things easier for them and for the customers. Why do they insist on configuring the car, you know, and, and, and asking for hundreds of dollars from me instead of, you know, getting increments? Okay, this is the base, 5,000 more, 5,000 more, thank you, you know. I guess, I guess the reason why, like another reason why, why this would be something that you do in car industry more than elsewhere is because cars are, are so expensive, right? So, like, you, mm-hmm. you, like if, if you wanted to, to add all of the the upgrades like in, in the base model you'd you'd either have to like make it much more expensive and fewer people would be willing to pay for that or you'd have to live with you know lower margins which you don't necessarily want to like I, I, i'm looking at the tesla configurator and some of the things uh make sense like you have range upgrade like that's understandable you need a bigger battery so that's you know okay sure uh-huh. like but, more ram yeah, but I don't understand why why, the, why why you have something like ultra fidelity, ultra high fidelity sound. Why why is it a thing? Like just you know make it good and that's it, yeah, right? Create good sound for me and then that's fine. Yeah, or like premium interior and lighting. That that sounds pretty BS. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Put nice lighting and that's it. You, you know, delight everyone. Yeah. You know, don't don't you know don't ask me to pay for delighting me more, you know, just, you know, if I want more range, I'm going to pay for more range because I'm paying for something which is like this, but you should create a car that, that, that there is a good sound in the inside there. There's good lightning. Why, why would I have to pay for these? Yeah. And I'm also um, thinking about like, there's the autopilot convenience features, like, you know, some of the, uh, the semi autonomous stuff and like that, 
sort of makes sense in in uh, in the way that this is a new thing, so it's maybe like a transition thing, so that's kind of okay. But it seems like for the most part, like it's a bunch of sensors, and then it's just software. So like if yeah. if if they want to be this this new amazing high tech you know thing, why isn't it built in? Like it it seems like something that they would use to like show like look how amazing and high-tech we are and that's like built in like th- yeah. this is a you know this is the bar and we won't get lower than that but they do right exactly exactly that's what i'm saying is i'm really i mean not happy about this because this is like maintaining the status quo of this configuration really apple in this sense i think it's making you know a, a very good choice of not letting us choose too much yeah know? and actually ah, i wanted to say this we're recording this on Friday, but yeah. we're going to push it on, 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 on next Wednesday when they will announce actually the new iPhones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's, um, let's segue to this. Like, uh, what's, what, what do you think about this uh, September 9th event? Well, I'm more, um, I'm, 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 this is the first time I'm not, so, I'm not uh, thinking about this so much because on the same day we are going to also have our back to work campaign in Mosby, oh, so right. our back to work promotion. Uh, so um, everyone listening, uh, Nosby is a sponsor of the show, and <laughs> on the ninth uh, we will also start a back to work campaign. We will uh, pr- provide some good video features, uh, video um, uh, tutorials mm-hmm. for you to start an effective uh, fall and um, four months free if you buy for a whole year. So a very good uh, offer. We yeah. will put the link in the show notes. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I, I just want to say, like, I think we also have some new new languages. Yeah, then uh, we will have five more new languages. So yeah. we will uh, uh, have Chinese, uh, Korean, both Chinese simplified and traditional, yeah. Korean, um, Russian, French, and Dutch. Yeah. So we will have 10 languages in Nosby. Yeah, in addition to, what is it, English, Polish, German, Spanish, and Japanese. Yes, that's yeah. correct. So we'll have 10 languages and then a very big promotion a very big uh, offer for the fall because we know that people after vacation they need to get organized so and very good we have we created really cool cool video content for that as well so we will link to this in the show notes yeah. um so thank I you Nozzy, for sponsoring the show once again <laughs> yeah once again <laughs> you just yeah. use the coupon code wait do we have that no we don't have that yeah back to work yeah yeah use the coupon code back to work <laughs> and um anyway yeah. <laughs> so new iPhones. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the new iPhones uh, because, as I said uh, several times in this show, I want more RAM in my iPhone 6 Plus because I use it so much that yeah. when I'm switching between apps, it's really annoying that I have to. Uh, many apps are being killed, and many apps, including Apple, made by Apple, and only Apple can do this. Yeah. Uh, apps are not ready. To uh, like to really uh, get back to the previous state, like for example, music ah, apps, the yeah. music app, which is of course of course cursed right now by people because of the music you know subscription. Yeah, yeah. Music app, if you if it gets killed, you get back. You have to search pick back the album that you were listening to. Yeah, we have to work on that too. Yeah, I know, I know. Nosby is the same. Yeah, yeah, we have to work on that. Yeah. Actually, it's your job, right? Well, maybe we'll see. I mean, but it's yeah. pretty pretty embarrassing. Yeah, pretty pretty embarrassing. So for the version, you know, for October, we should really have it, you know, for 2.5, we should yeah. really work on that. Mm. Yeah. So, so Nosby is already also guilty as charged and, and many apps are like that. So because of that, actually Twitter is pretty good in this. If you write a tweet and then you, you switch to something and Twitter gets killed, uh-huh. you go get back. It actually shows you the tweet that you were right typing with what you just write, uh, wrote. So actually, yeah, you, you, you nice. are back in the same state. So Twitter is pretty good in this. But anyway, most apps are not, uh, including the ones by Apple, including Nosby, unfortunately, but we're working on that. Yeah. And nice. this is annoying. This is annoying because I use iPhone uh, 6 Plus so much right now that uh, I'm really expecting it to work all the time very well, very well. So I need more RAM. So for me, only... Two gigabytes of RAM will be the best upgrade ever. So, like yeah. that will be the best. But there is the rumor of Force Touch as well. Yeah. What, what do you think of that? It's hard to say because I, I I use it only on the Apple Watch, and it makes sense on Apple Watch, but on yeah. the big screen, I I'm, I'm I don't know. Yeah, it's it's kind of bizarre. It, it seems like you know they did it with Apple Watch because it made sense, and then 
I mean, they just saw a few technologies, uh, the haptics, the, the pressure sensitivity, okay, for touch, uh, and, and they they figured that you know they should put it in all all their other products, and it will be amazing. But we'll see. What's interesting to me is is the other um, capabilities that that it will provide. Like you can uh, like there's also rumors of iPad Pro that might be released like also now. And oh. and if if you had the force touch stuff um, in the display, it wouldn't you wouldn't just be like uh, the, the 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 kind of secondary uh, tap like deep press, but mm-hmm. you would also get a gradual like some probably you'd ah. have some resolution in the pressure sensitivity. So that would be interesting with things like drawing and etc. Which is like yeah, this could be great. Pretty mm-hmm. niche thing, perhaps, but it would definitely be interesting. Yeah, and, and also like what I hope they will do is that is that like deep press will be exactly the same as 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 long press. You know, when you kind of tap and hold something for like a second yeah. until something happens, which is uh, you know like sometimes it just kind of has to be there because like you you need to fit something that's not essential, but it's 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 a good shortcut or whatever but um long press is kind of annoying because you have to wait right and and it's it's just it just feels so inefficient so if if a force touch if a deep press would do exactly the same thing then you wouldn't have this problem of having like a a tertiary uh action like it's it's still not perhaps easily discoverable like a lot of um, long press stuff is like people don't know about it but it would be like a a right click on a mouse on the desktop like even like maybe it's not essential but it's useful and it will be more useful if you could do that like with with a deep press without having to wait a second right so that would be nice but you know not not really a big deal and 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 so i wonder like what's what's going to be the killer feature now yeah because you know apart from the you know ram i mean i i I, you know i don't know i mean my iphone 6 plus is 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 is, after a year it's still amazing it's still a great device so i i i really don't know i I guess the camera like I, i would love a better camera but I mean, they always improve the camera, so that's that's boring. But yeah, yeah they always yeah, improve it, it. It is boring unless they have some um, more than just you know tiny like incremental change, like from five S to six. But they have like a bigger upgrade, some sort of new technology. All right. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember, like there's definitely a big change with I think iPhone four or four S when they they changed to, to this like backside illumination technology. And that made a pretty big difference. So uh, I've seen on Mac rumors that there's been like some 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 uh, I think Israeli company they acquired, which which did this crazy thing with like multiple um, like a big sensor with multiple lenses and some sort of um, um, software side magic to kind of combine it together into a higher quality picture. I don't know. Ah. Like I, I don't know if, kind of, yeah. if it will actually work. Maybe it's just like uh, an aqua hire. It's just for for not for the technology, but for for the talent. But um, that would uh, um, I would love that. I mean, it's it's a pretty great camera for a phone. But I mean, there's there's so much more that it could do, and uh, um, camera improvements are always welcomed by me. Oh yes, totally. I mean, you know, as as a guy who's uh, regularly um, recording videos and then regularly uh, doing um, uh, photos, it's it's very, very cool. Yeah, I don't care much about video. I rarely ever shoot video with, with my iPhone. Also, like video in some senses is easier because like you don't need the perfect shot because like it's always changing. But uh, I would I would love more uh, more quality, more resolution, less noise in, in low light situation because mm-hmm. like when it's sunny and you don't need um like optical magic like uh, when you when you don't necessarily care about things like uh low depth of field you just want a nice picture if if it's sunny then you're going to get a great picture i mean it's it's yeah you know, it's pretty all right but uh, when it's you know not night but just getting dark it's or like uh inside um it's pretty hard to, to take a great picture so I would love improvements here. Yeah, the thing is, the thing. Uh, okay, so uh, there's a productivity advice from your uncle Michael. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was on a uh, when I was in Poland, I was on a retreat uh, with several families, 
And one day I decided to record a video of, of things that we're doing. Uh-huh. And uh, so I shot, you know, lots of clips of videos uh, with my iPhone. And in the evening, I combined them. Uh, ah, and we were also singing. So there were a few songs uh, sang together. So I, I, I recorded mm-hmm. them in voice memos, apps, yeah. uh, app on the, on the, uh, also on the iPhone. And then what I did is uh, I had to upload the, vo- the voice memo to actually iCloud, to the iMovie folder in iCloud. And then from there, I could import it as a soundtrack for our movie. And then I, in iMovie, I compiled the movie together. iMovie for the iPhone is really good. It's a really cool application. I've been using it, you know, for, for from, I think I started with, with iPhone 4 using it. It's really good. So you really com- very quickly can combine the clips together, you know, cut out only the, 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 the cool parts. So like, it took me, I think, half an hour to build... A, a, an eight-minute video from all the clips that I did the whole day, uh-huh. uh, with the soundtrack that of, of us of us singing at some in some points and some key points, and people were totally blown away by the video. Like, and they they asked, "How did you do it?" And you know, it it must must have been really difficult and whatnot. It was blow away. I, no, but it was. But that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I. Like previously, you would have to download the videos to your Mac, then open a, a video, video editing application, then import the videos there, and then start, you know, playing with the, you know, and with iMovie on the on the iPhone, I could in half an hour I could compile a very cool movie um, for everyone to enjoy. I uploaded it to Dropbox. I sent everyone a Dropbox link. Thank you very much, and everybody could enjoy it right away. I never tried doing that. It's, it's really cool. I mean, especially because when you record, as you said, when you record the clips, yeah. like you will never watch the clips again. I mean, you, you will not. No. So, uh, so what I do is I, 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 when, I, when I gather lots of clips already, or for example, when there's an event like this one was one day I was recording several clips, but usually in my family you know, collection, when, I, when I've recorded, for example, uh, two, three months of clips, yeah. I combine them together. I just sit one, you know, one moment uh, for half an hour, maybe a little bit more, to, to compile them in the iMovie, export them to 70, 720p uh, video, um, because it's, it's, it's a, it's a be- for me, 70, 720p video is, is, is perfect uh, quality-wise versus size of the video. Yeah. And I export it to Dropbox and I send it to the family yeah. to enjoy. And then I delete all the clips. Because uh-huh. I don't need all these clips anymore, you know. So this way, I, I, I actually I don't do it with photos. I, I have like three years, I think, of photos to catalog or put to albums or whatever. But with the videos, it's 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 because iMovie is so easy easy to to actually you know build the the, the video clips. It's and I and for example for family, I also add soundtrack of, of 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 songs that we were listening with my family during this time. For example, right now we are in my family, we are listening a lot to uh, Mamma Mia soundtrack, because my girls are into Mamma Mia right now. So I would put Mamma Mia, for example, songs because I mean it's only for internal use for our personal connection collection. Uh, nobody will ask for rights to these from me. So it's really, um, really with iMovie, it's so easy to create videos on the iPhone directly and without, you know, exporting, importing and all these, you know, things. So here there is a tip. If you have family and you want to create great clips, uh, use an iPhone, record the clips and then put them in iMovie and export it to Dropbox. Yeah, that's, um, that, that sounds like a pretty cool, like a family thing. Like that doesn't, Something that I would normally do because it sounds like a lot of work. No, it's not. That's the, that's what I'm saying. It's... Yeah. No, I mean it's it's less work than 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 the alternative, but it's still like uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna take some pictures. Like with the pictures, you're just gonna take a bunch of pictures, and then like uh, one of the things I really enjoy about the the new photos app on the Mac is that you know it's it's not perfect, but it usually syncs pretty okay, like uh, pretty quickly yeah. with my Mac, and so like. Uh, browsing photos on the five-inch screen is is not great, but then you know I, I can just uh, come home with my phone after taking a bunch of pictures, and then half an hour later or whatever, when I sit down to the computer, I'm just, I just can open it and very quickly on a big, nice 4K screen, like uh, d- delete the ones that are not great and just leave the ones that I really like, and it's it's very easy and effortless to to just um, you know to to clean up. The library because like I, I don't do things like catalog 
photos because like it, it just it just makes no sense it's, it's just a chronological kind of library and and that that works just fine as long as you kind of clean it up uh, from duplicates and things that that are blurry and didn't work out and uh, it's really nice that you can do it very quickly on a big screen now but yeah i mean um with 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 video like copying it to them to a mac and etc that would be a lot of work and you know and also like you're right that it's pretty annoying with with video from like not, not actually not not just from an iPhone but from most cameras is that they spit out just huge enormous uh, very poorly compressed video files so they take up yep. like enormous amounts of of space so that's annoying but um, you know still uh, the thing about combining videos on an iPhone whereas maybe it's not a thing that that I'm planning to do anytime soon it also sounds really cool because it's it's the same reason why i really love iphone as a camera not because it's, mm-hmm. it's the best camera ever but because it's so effortless because i have uh, the camera the software to edit it to yes. browse it i have a big nice screen not what you have on most you know not very expensive cameras and and then i can do stuff with it like put it on facebook or whatever like from the same device very effortlessly so that's yes. that's cool. That's cool. Exactly. So um, yeah, I, one question I have for yeah. you. So so you don't use albums at all. I mean, do you put some stuff no. photos in the albums, or you you don't? I, I don't. I don't use albums. So all you do is just edit out the pictures that you don't like, and yeah. that's it. No, I mean hmm. uh, my um, the the collection of of photos from my iPhone is is not that big. I mean, it's 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 a couple of of gigs. Like I mm-hmm. I, I can easily I can easily zoom out and just flick through the library and I can pretty easily find what I want to find. So that's not a big deal. No, I'm yeah, just uh, because in the old iPhoto, I had to have, I, I was creating events for almost everything yeah. and it was, it was really uh, annoying. So now I, I need to readjust to the photos uh, app and yeah. actually I, uh, I, I'm, I'm still have, I still haven't found the way to, to what to do with the photos. I mean, how to, how to deal with photos. Yeah. Um, I create uh, and creating an album is not really that easy in, in photos, <laughs> if you think about it. So um, maybe I should just create maybe I should just create albums only for really events that were that are supposed to be grouped together, so that, like, for example, I can later later export them or send them to someone or whatever. Yeah. But 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 then don't create so many albums as I would events previously. No, no, uh, it, it really it really doesn't seem to make much sense i mean it's it's so easy to browse through the whole library it's mm-hmm. really fast and etc so yeah that's uh that's what i would do uh, only create albums when you feel like you really should i don't know maybe there's a, <laughs> a segue here again uh from you know pictures videos and stuff so pictures videos um are things that uh, happen in the present tense i mean right now right uh-huh. and and we remember them i mean we've get back to them if we get back to them uh, in the in the future or uh, to see the past right so technically yeah, in reality you don't really very often go back to to see your old pictures do you not really but uh, you keep them in just in case you want to get back yeah. to the memories yeah when when you get old and stuff yeah when you want to show your kids to somebody or something yeah. so what i really like about the, the the photos is that i have the whole collection uh-huh. In, on my iPhone. Yeah. I mean, all of them. I mean, I don't have downloaded all of them, but I have access to all of them. <laughs> so this is really so. Very cool. So I see uh, you use the the option uh, where you uh, where you like the optimized version, where you let iOS decide which photos to download and which uh, yeah. to only keep in the store. Yeah, I found, I, I do it on on my iPad because I only have a, a sixteen gigabyte ding uh, iPad. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I have. It's nice that I have access to the whole collection, but it's not a very great experience because like they they don't auto download the newest photos. I don't know if it's just because I don't have much free storage on my iPad. Uh, like, it, does it actually work very well for you? Like, does it automatically no, my- download a bunch of like the the newer photos? I mean, I have a very big iPhone. I have hundred twenty gigabyte 128 gigabyte iphone so yeah. it downloads everything uh, oh. i mean the newest ones okay. but the oldest ones nice. i don't have them downloaded and actually because i have i have um in i have 60 gigabytes of photos yeah. so it's a little bit more uh, so i don't have everything i don't need to have everything but i like the fact that i can access even you know the oldest photos 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my and, and if I want, and then I have to wait for the for it to download. But if I want to show somebody right. an old photo, I can right from the iPhone. I don't have to search for it anywhere else. That's that's good to hear. Uh, I thought it always works like on my iPad, where you have to like open photos, wait for the thumbnails to download, and then tap on the photo, and then wait a bunch more. Yeah, that, that's good. No, I, no, it's, I, it's pretty I, smart. I don't do that. Like my old iPhoto um, collection with you know old photos taken with like actual cameras. I, I keep it as a separate photos library. So I don't I don't sync that with my iDevices because I, I don't really have a need for that. And like, uh, I, I don't want to like pay more and have more stuff sync. And, and, you know, on my iPhone, I just keep the whole library that's actually in iCloud, like always stored on my phone. So that, that just seems easier, but yeah, I mean, it's also a nice thing about a bunch of Apple apps like that, where you can like, um, it's, it's, a, it's a pro tip, like when you quit the app and then you launch it from the dock while holding the, the alt key, it will ask you to pick which library to load. So you can have multiple libraries. And that's what I do. Like I have a library that's like f maybe 40 or 50 gigabytes with all of the all of the old photos and then I have the new library with only um, only like new things and like pretty much all of them are things taken from my iPhone and that's only like five gigabytes so that they're just much easier to uh, manage this way for me. No, I, I, I combined everything. I imported things from the iPhoto to, to, to photos. I let everything sync to the cloud and, and, and I'm really happy about this because really I have access to all the photos. So only um, Apple could do this. Only Apple could do this, and it works, you know. And on, on my iMac, of course, it works pretty fast, so it's 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 fine. The only problem is actually on the iPhone uh, for some reason because it's a big library. When you when you have to load the photo picker, uh, yeah, I I heard about that. Yeah, there it's a, it's a, I think it's a bug. I think they should really uh, approach it differently because I have really the iPhone six plus, the fastest phone there is, and I have to wait for the photo picker to show up, like you know, five seconds. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, clearly, it's it's the sort of thing that it's 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 just not not designed to handle this many photos and like, exactly, exactly. So it shouldn't be like that, you know. It should. Yeah, uh, and kind of segueing back to the iOS nine stuff, uh, this is the sort of thing that really annoys me. Like, there is so much of 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 these sort of little things, uh, little kind of limitations and bugs that that you hit with iOS and iTunes and OS ten, like all sorts of just little things like that that might not be like fundamental, but are just so frustrating when you when you know, especially that it's not like there's this one thing. There there's multiple of these little annoyances. And one thing that really frustrates me is that um you know I, I usually use uh new iOS, OS ten versions like from from the very first beta. And like uh, from beta one to maybe beta three, so maybe like a month after, you see like big difference because the most uh, terrible egregious bugs are fixed. But then there's a bunch of more bugs that are, that, that just don't get fixed, and they then linger. they yeah, and then maybe some of them get fixed before they push push it out to the world, but some of them don't, and then you have need to wait half a year for for them to fix it in nine point one or whatever, and then. For some other stuff, you need to wait till next year. And it's just like, I, I don't know why they do that, but it seems like, I feel like I, I've said it before on this show, but it's so frustrating. It feels like the moment they push out beta one, 90% of the engineering goes to work on the next big thing. And, and only like a, a few people in the dark corners of Cupertino actually fix the bugs before they ship it, you know, before they ship the new product. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw a tweet, I think yesterday, uh, that said, Apple doesn't ship iOS because it's ready. Apple ships iOS because it's September. Exactly. <laughs> and and that, that seems to be so painfully true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, so uh, a painful admission here that uh, I was recording the, the, the screencast for, um, for this new you know, course that we're going to launch uh, on the 9th. Yeah. We'll link in the show notes. And... I was I was using the the, the production version two point three version of Nosby, and I found like two or three really annoying bugs yeah. while recording the screencast. 
Yeah, it's so embarrassing. I was so annoyed. Yeah, it was so embarrassing. Of course, we will not see them in the screencast. Yeah. Uh, but, um, uh, but they were there. I mean, they're all fixed now for the next version, so 2.4. Um, but that's good. Yeah. But, but in the moment of recording this, I was like thinking, no, really, it's, it's still this bug in 2.3. It should, be, it should have been already fixed. I was, uh, and especially when you're recording the screencast, um, you want you are you want to be focused on really doing it right, clicking right, you know, not doing anything crazy, and then suddenly something doesn't work. Yeah, that's <sighs> that's so embarrassing. Yeah, so embarrassing. And that's our software. Yeah, because it's like really like this is this is you know we signed our names under this. Like that's what <laughs> yeah. they should our customers and and especially exactly. and, and especially want... when you get so frustrated when other people do it and then, and then you're like you see it in your own software and you're like oh oh that's that just embarrassing. The good thing is that you know I pushed to to fix them as I mean and some 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 of them you know were already fixed in two point four the prelease version which yeah. I didn't use for the screencast and um, but uh, anyway uh, yeah. We sign our names out under, under under this, and we show how we we think you should use Nosby. So we don't want you on your way to use Nosby have these bugs. Yeah, and it's really gratifying when 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 you see this this awful bug, and you know sometimes they're they're actually really tough to crack, but then you yeah. do, and it's like finally, like hell yeah. <laughs> and there's been uh, there's been this thing like we um, like similarly to a lot of places in iOS we have this thing where you kind of swipe from from the edge you open the sidebars yeah but then it was broken and, and like um, the problem is that we also have swipes on the tasks and when you swipe left on the task not from the edge it fit it like completes the task moves it to the bottom. So it's it's extremely like it's serious because it's like data loss when you want to open the sidebar but you close a task and sometimes you don't notice it and when you do it's still like oh why did why did it happen? We want to like change the the thresholds a little bit so that it's harder to do so it's like um, so that it does what you want it to do and you just don't yeah. have to think about it. And I thought it's just that, that my, my finger is too fat and like I, I didn't hit the right place. Like I was over the threshold, but I wasn't. There just was a bug and my fingers are too fast. Oh. And I, I only noted, like it frustrated me for months, but I, I, I just yeah, thought it's, I, I it's my fault. It's my fault. But then I tested it in the simulator where, you, you, where I have the precise pointing device like I have a cursor and a mouse and I wait it's not me it's just broken <laughs> and the next day it was fixed and I'm like I'm embarrassed it's been broken so long but I'm really happy that it's it's fixed now and it's going to be fixed in 2.4 because it's like like this this is how it should always been and it's awesome yeah. that now it is yeah, I remember you even discussing with us that we should get rid of this feature at all because it's, and then it was just the bug that has to be fixed. No, I mean, uh, um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, that's a that's a different uh, yeah. discussion. Yeah, a different discussion. Right? <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. You know, uh, Wednesday we are going to publish this episode, and uh, on Wednesday um, we will have new. We will be sitting, you know, and live streaming, I guess. Uh, watching the, I mean, we will be watching the live stream of yeah. Apple, uh, showing us the new iPhones and other magical products they have for us. Only Apple um, could do them. Only Apple could do them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, we're done today. I mean, uh, yeah. how far are we? Are we too far? Too far. Okay. Yeah. So um, it was great talking to you, man. Yeah, as always. <laughs>